Without objection, the gentleman from Louisiana, Mr. Johnson, is recognized for one minute. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. It's my great pleasure to introduce my pastor and friend, Dr. Brad Jerkovich. As our guest chaplain, uh, he's led us in prayer this morning, and we're so grateful to have him. Pastor Brad is the senior pastor of the First Baptist Church of Bossier City, Louisiana. First Bossier is a multi-generational church dedicated to reaching families throughout North Louisiana and America and the world. Our motto is, every person, every family, experiencing Christ in every way. Pastor Brad received his Bachelor of, of Arts in Biblical Studies and his Master of Divinity from Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary in Wake Forest, North Carolina, and he received his Doctor of Ministry degree from the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary in Fort Worth, Texas. He and his lovely wife, Stephanie, have four awesome children, Cassidy, Carter, Caroline, and Catherine. Pastor Brad is a gifted speaker and a leader with a true servant's heart who loves Jesus and seeks to share the message of salvation with everyone he meets. He's a man committed to reaching this generation with the hope of Christ. It's an honor to have him here today to ask God's blessings over us, our work, and our nation at this historic time. I ask my colleagues to help me in welcoming my dear friend and pastor, Dr. Brad Jerkovich. I yield back. When Louisiana Republican Congressman Mike Johnson sponsored the House Guest Chaplain on September 26, 2018, he was a freshman. You might have recognized who recognized Mike Johnson for those remarks. That's right, then-Republican Speaker Paul Ryan. Now, five years and three speakers later, Mike Johnson is the one they call Mr. Speaker. This episode of C-SPAN's The Weekly is the first of a special two-parter, Congress Year-Enders, a look back at Congress in 2023. You'll hear again from Mike Johnson in 2023, but this podcast is not about Mike Johnson, it's about Jesus. With Christmas approaching, we get to hear notable mentions in the House of Representatives in 2023 of Jesus. My name is Ben, and I've been part of the C-SPAN editorial team for many years. We're dedicated to bringing you unfiltered public affairs coverage from Washington and around the country that respects your ability to watch or listen and think for yourself. Your financial support will help ensure that C-SPAN can continue that effort as people migrate to new platforms for news and information. Please consider supporting C-SPAN's nonprofit operations with a tax-deductible donation today. Visit cspan.org donate to learn more. I stand here today to humbly thank the Lord Jesus Christ, my constituents, and my colleagues for your thoughts and prayers and tender mercies that you've showed my family over these last trying months. And I'm here today to report to you that the prayer works because as of yesterday, our daughter's cancer is in remission. So I will never forget the kindness shown to me by both sides of this aisle. And I humbly remain your servant. With that, I yield back. That was Representative Derek Van Orden, Republican of Wisconsin, February 2nd, bringing up Jesus when discussing a family health matter. Now, here's House Ways and Means Committee Chair Jason Smith mentioning Jesus at a hearing on April 25th. He's discussing an issue that affects the whole nation, the national debt. To put that into perspective, of what folks back home, when you hear trillions and billions, if you spent $13 million every day since Jesus Christ was born, you still would not have spent $10 trillion. And that is just the increase in spending that the one-party Democrat rule did over the last two years with Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, and Chuck Schumer leading the ship. 
Lauren Boebert, Republican of Colorado, invoked Jesus on January 31st. She was talking about what's and what's not on TV. At midnight, Tuesday, January 24th, 2023, Newsmax was removed from DirecTV, DirecTV Stream, and Uverse, denying 13 million um, customers this highly rated news channel. This is not the first time that we've seen this, and I'm afraid that it won't be the last time that we are seeing this here in our great country. OAN was deplatformed by DirecTV in April of 2022. So what's next? Fox News? Will the Weather Channel be canceled next if they refuse to bow to the left's altar of climate change? What about the History Channel? We see on a regular basis the left wants to erase history and deny truth. How about TBN? There has definitely been an increase in disdain and intolerance um, by many liberals for Christian beliefs, simply by saying we love Jesus. So is TBN next? Americans are tired of cancel culture. On April 19th, Greg Stubbe, Republican of Florida, discussed transgender athletes in girls' sports. Genesis 1:27. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Genesis 5, 1 through 2. When God created mankind, he made them in the likeness of God. He created them male and female, and he blessed them. Jesus stated in Mark 10, 6, but at the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. Also in Matthew 19, 4, at the beginning, the creator made them male and female. For thousands of years in human history, we have recognized as a species that there are women and there are men who are obviously biologically different, dare I say, even scientifically different, and even science agrees with this premise. And on May 25th, Michael Waltz, Republican from Florida, brought up Jesus when talking Jordan. Not Michael, the country. Madam Speaker, I rise today to commemorate the 77th anniversary of the Hashemite Kingdom of Jordan's Independence Day. America and Jordan have a long history of friendship and cooperation after establishing diplomatic relations in 1949. Uh, Jordan plays a vital role in advancing peace, stability, and moderation in the Middle East. While recently visiting Jordan, in fact, I had the honor of being flown by Jordan's first ever female military helicopter pilot. And on that same visit, King Abdullah graciously hosted our delegation and took us to the holy site where Jesus was baptized on the east bank of the Jordan River. Texas Republican Chip Roy made news on November 15th when he criticized Republican House leadership. His strong remarks also included Jesus and Christmas. And if we can't unite, at least as Republicans, to defend freedom for our kids and our grandkids, then the country is indeed not going to survive. But if instead we go into Thanksgiving and we head into Christmas thankful for the world that God gave us, uplifted by the knowledge that Jesus Christ died on a cross so that we could have eternal life, uplifted by what we can accomplish when we come together and live in prosperity and live in freedom, then we can again be the shining city on the hill and be the greatest country on the history of the earth.
And here's Chip Roy again, beginning another special order speech, November 30th. Mr. Speaker, you know, we're sitting here on the precipice of entering December, a month in which those of us who profess the Christian faith and belief in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior celebrate his birth into this world to give the world and each and every one of us in it hope for eternal life and eternal salvation. Switching to the other side of the aisle, let's hear from Democrats. Here's Stacey Plaskett, Democratic delegate from the Virgin Islands on March 23rd. My Lord, my Savior Jesus Christ, said when he was on this earth, suffer the children to come to me and to to not deny them. Unfortunately, this week, my Republican colleagues are bringing forward a bill, H.R. 5, the so-called Parents' Bill of Rights, which will continue to not teach our children to love, not teach them tolerance, not teach them the plethora of issues and ideas that extend to all Americans, but will bring culture wars into our classrooms. And here's freshman Greg Kazar, Democrat from Texas, on May 11th. Let's recognize that immigrants are a key part of our past and our present in this country. Many of our joint faith traditions call for us to care for our neighbors, near and far. I remember when my priest told me the story of how the Holy Family was prosecuted by King Herod and how Jesus, Mary, and Joseph had to flee across the border into Egypt, across a big river. The priest said he forgets whether the river was called the Nile or the Rio Grande, but it's besides the point. Today, our story is no different. We'll end Congress's year in Jesus, not with a member of Congress, but with a former president. On October 23rd, talking with reporters in New Hampshire, after he filed for the presidential primary, Donald Trump was asked about a different race, the House Speaker race. You know, that four threshold is very tough. It's a very tough thing, no matter who it is. Uh, I said there's only one person that can do it all the way. You know who that is? Jesus Christ. <laughs> if Jesus came down and said, I want to be Speaker, he would do it. Other than that, I haven't seen I haven't seen anybody that can guarantee it. But at some point, I think we're going to uh, gonna have somebody pretty soon. Donald Trump said only Jesus could be speaker. Well, turned out the next speaker wasn't Jesus. It was Johnson. And when Mike Johnson gave remarks after being elected speaker two days later, on October 25th, he didn't go with Jesus. He went Jewish. It was early 2017, 2017. Uh, it was my freshman term, and, and um, it, it fell to me to be in the rostrum one night to serve here as Speaker Pro Tem. I thought that was a big deal until I figured out that's what you do for freshmen late at night. <laughs> and I, I want to, I think if my memory serves, Miss Jackson Lee was, um, was winding down one of her long, eloquent speeches. <laughs> and not, not that I was not in, enraptured by her speech, but I, I looked, up, looked up at the top in, in uh, the chamber there and I saw the face of Moses staring down. And um, I just felt in that moment the weight of this place, right? The, the history that is revered here and the future that we are called to forge. And a footnote to Mike Johnson's speech that day, no mention of Jesus, but several mentions of the Almighty. I believe that Scripture, the Bible, is <clears throat> very clear that, that God is the one that raises up those in authority. He raised up each of you, all of us. And, and I believe that God has ordained and allowed each one of us to be brought here for this specific moment in this time. This is my belief. I believe that each one of us has a huge responsibility today 
to use the gifts that God has given us to serve the extraordinary people of this great country, and they deserve it, and to ensure that our republic remains standing as the great beacon of light and hope and freedom in a world that desperately needs it. It was in 1962, in 1962, that, that our national motto, In God We Trust, was adorned above this rostrum. And if you look at the little uh, guide that they give uh, tourists and constituents who come and, and, and visit the house, if you turn in there to about page 14 in the middle of that guide, it tells you the history of this. And it says very simply, these words were placed here above us. This motto was placed here as a rebuke of the Cold War era philosophy of the Soviet Union. That philosophy was Marxism and communism, which begins with the premise that there is no God. And now, a bonus clip. Speaker Johnson mentioned Marxism and communism, philosophies he said were based on the premise that there is no God. There's someone else who didn't believe in God, a famous author, and Congressman Mike Johnson cited him September 13th, 2023, a month before he became speaker. And it wasn't just the Hunter Biden laptop story. It was a lot of categories of things. It, I mean, it included um, uh, negative information about the economy. It, it included uh, people's opinions, conservatives' opinions about the efficacy of, of uh, COVID vaccines and the lockdowns and how crazy that was and what they were doing to school children. All that stuff was censored. They, they even took down jokes about the president. If you, made, if you posted parody about President Biden, or even as a candidate or when he was elected, it was pulled off the Internet. It's unbelievable. It's staggering. The judge says in the judge's words in the court, that this is uh, arguably the, the largest and the greatest attack on free speech in U.S. history. He called it Orwellian. Why is that the bonus clip? Because you won't want to miss the next episode of C-SPAN's The Weekly, part two of our Congress year-enders. If part one was about Jesus in Congress in 2023, for part two of the year in Congress, we're going in the opposite direction. We're going with an atheist. That's right. We're going with George Orwell. So stay tuned for part two of 2023 in Congress the year in George Orwell. For now, thanks for listening and happy searching.